Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's the th- th- Thursday here in Sin City, and welcome to Wager Talk. My name's Ted Sabransky. They call me Teddy Covers. You can find me on Twitter at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. I'm joined every day by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And this is your Sports Central for betters. Welcome to all of the Zumo viewers, all the Stir viewers, all of the Pluto TV, Channel 517 viewers, all of those of you listening on the iHeartRadio Network and all of our podcast outlets. Let's get into it. We like to start with bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. We also call it hot topics. And the lead story today, Ralph, is a betting story, but it's not a betting story. And it's from a game that happened two nights ago. That, of course, the Houston Rockets losing in overtime to San Antonio. Okay, Rockets lost the game. Spurs backers got paid. Overbackers got paid. Problem solved. But there was an issue in the game where there was a dunk where James Harden made a dunk that was not counted. There was no challenge. They weren't allowed to challenge the play because more time had run off the clock. They have to do it in the next 30 seconds. Didn't get done. The basket never got counted. Obviously, it made a huge impact on both the side and the total. For betters, Ralph, any protest, any it goes to the league, doesn't matter. The game's already graded as final. It's meaningless for guys like us. Although the Rockets are still going to talk about it. They may... (laughs) hang over their heads tonight as they're in Toronto. Well, basically, you know, the philosophy in Vegas and and sports books across the world is what happened that night on the court is the final judgment. You know, it'd be like saying, oh, this team, this team had to give their wins away because they were under probation. You know, it doesn't matter what's on the court, what happens at that period of time. As long as the game goes a specific amount of time, uh, you know, it's done. Cash your tickets, move on. And how many appeals have we seen gotten turned over in, in, in professional sports in the last decade? I can't name one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one. There is certainly few and far between. So from a betting standpoint, even if the game gets replayed or the last seven and a half minutes gets replayed or whatever, however the league decides to deal with it, doesn't matter from a wagering standpoint. Rocket Spurs on Tuesday night. Yeah, that game has gone final. So, Ralph, on yesterday's show, you gave a great system talking about teams off an overtime game, and now they're road dogs on the second of back-to-back. Well, I forget what the exact number of it was, but it was a powerful system. Well, if you played that system last night, it was pretty easy. Celtics rolled over Miami. Miami coming off the overtime win in Toronto. They did not have the energy for second night of back-to-backs, and that, Ralph, is a system worth talking about again today. Eddie, if you're a technical handicapper, which means you like trends and angles, or you're not, when you have a system that makes complete sense, has a period of time that it's been proven, has a big enough sample size, you'd be foolish to ignore it. And it's this simple. You fade a dog that won its previous game in overtime. It went into last night 11-37 and one against the spread. It is now 11-38 and one against the spread. So clearly it's something you have to pay attention to. It may not get you on a game, but it would certainly keep me off a game unless it was one of my top plays of the month. 
And again, 38 and 11, correct? Okay. Yes. Uh, which means yep. if you've been fading those teams, you've cashed a whole lot of tickets. And the sample size, certainly big enough to say this is a meaningful angle. I don't know there's an angle about this, but I want to talk about the Utah Jazz. All right. The Jazz came into the season as one of the contenders in the Western Conference. Their defensive statistics continue to rank among the best in the NBA. But something's wrong with Utah right now. And we talked about it. They had their get-right spot or their show-up spot in Philadelphia after they trailed by 40 at halftime in Toronto. But they didn't show up in Philly. And then last night, they had the Lakers on the second of back-to-backs in altitude, returning home. Another spot where you say, if Utah is going to get right, we'll see it. And Utah wasn't right last night. That's four straight bad losses for the Jazz. Betters should beware this team because their statistical profile looks really good, especially on defense. They're not playing anywhere near that level of basketball right now. Something is wrong with Quinn Snyder's bunch. Well, you know, those four losses, they did beat the Grizzlies in between there, but back-to-back-to-back losses against the Raptors, 76ers, and Lakers. And you look, and this team had been accustomed to holding people to 100 yards, 100 points or less. And right now, they're 12 and 10. They are getting outscored this season. They're allowing 105.9 points per game. They're only scoring 105.7. And yes, they were going against the Lakers squad that's playing good defense. And, you know, as I mentioned, I'm not going to fade LeBron when he's a dog. He proved yet again last night he won as a dog. But clearly, Utah's defense is not to the same level, nor is their offense. Yeah, the I mean, I, I thought Mike Conley would be perfect fit in Utah. I really did. But so far, the Mike Conley experiment at the point is not working particularly well for the Jazz. And that may be a team chemistry issue as well as just an uh, offensive issue. They are not putting the biscuit in the basket. ACC Big Ten Challenge last night was blowout city. They were all blowouts. But... There were two pretty big surprises among those blowouts. Ohio State winning by 25 at North Carolina. And the Purdue Boilermakers taking that Cincinnati team that had been 80% against the spread on the road for the last three years and beating them by 29 in West Lafayette. ACC Big Ten Challenge last night. What was your take on all the blowout wins? And which one shocked you more, the Buckeyes or the Boilermakers? Well, obviously the Buckeyes, because they were on the road at Chapel Hill. You mentioned here on the show yesterday, they, you know, Virginia was out Braxton Key, an integral part. So I could understand one bad performance on the road against a Purdue team that had lost a couple close games. And even though Ohio State's impressed me, it's not a game that I'm all of a sudden going to say Ohio State's elite. I think it showed North Carolina's weaknesses. They could not score against a very good defense, and that's going to be their problem. They talked about it on the broadcast last night. North Carolina does not have multiple go-to shooters. They may be down a notch or two in the ACC this year. Yeah, they they certainly didn't look like a bet-on team last night. The Buckeyes, that was impressive. When we come back, we'll talk line movers right here on Wager Talk. Get on the grid, stay on the grid. Wager Talk. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. find us on youtube every day at sports grid network that's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time again sports grid network on youtube remember we're building this all right this show is just beginning we need all the likes we can get we need all the retweets we can get we need you to tell your friends about how good wager talk is please follow us and find us on youtube at sports grid network and of course on instagram at sports grid tv Again, Instagram, Sports Grid TV, clips every day from Wager Talk. Worth checking out if you're an Instagram guy. So please give us a follow. Sports Grid Network on YouTube, Sports Grid TV on Instagram. Ralph, before we get into line movers, we have to talk about Chicago State in college hoops last night. This is a team that was 2-76 and 76 in their last 78 games against D1 teams. But they beat SIU Edwardsville last night as 12 and a half point dogs. Turns out SIU Edwardsville is a D1 team as well. 
Yeah, not a good one, Teddy. That That's for sure. You know, Chicago State's a team people may have just seen in the lineup recently. They were a WAC team, and the WAC wasn't normally covered on the big board, but they moved up to the big board this year. And we've seen them get 45 points against uh, Florida State. They have four wins this year. Three of them, though, were against non-D1 foes. So uh, they're not as bad as we thought. For the last three years, they've been clearly the number 353 team. Chicago State fans, don't worry. You're moving up. You're probably all the way up to 350. <laughs> is, there, is there money to be made with that team, do you think? I mean, again, they covered the spread by 20-plus points last night. Is that something we can expect? moving forward or is that just a one-off against a bad d1 foe they they covered two of their three as well teddy but right now it's tough to know because the teams that were beating them were off big wins and not really focused on them so when you're playing in conference play and teams are focused on those conference wins we'll see we'll do an update next week on what chicago state does after their uh after their finals break fair enough Let's talk line movers. Where's the money going? Why is it going in that direction? Should betters get involved right now? Should betters wait until right before kickoff or tip-off to get their wagers down? Let's see what we can find for today's card and into the weekend. We'll start with a little NBA. We're seeing Sixers steam in D.C. The markets are fading the Washington Wizards. And, hey, I'll give the Wizards some credit. Bradley Beal's playing out of his mind right now and Washington night in, night out. They're capable of lighting up the scoreboard. But from a defensive standpoint, this team is a bottom feeder and they have cluster injuries in the front court. Thomas Bryant's not going tonight. Could be a monster evening for Joel Embiid and the Sixers. Nothing but Philly money so far. Yeah, not only is Brian out, they're missing their number two center, Maurice Wagner. They're talking about having to play Ruha Shimura at center. Uh, and Bede's going to have his way. Uh, I would say if you like this game, back, grab the Toronto Raptors money now. Yeah, and, and the Hachimura against Embiid, I would think, would be a one-sided matchup in favor of the road favorite. Hence, all the money coming in on Philadelphia. So we talked about dogs on the second night of back-to-backs. That was dogs off OT on second night of back-to-backs. Nonetheless, dogs on the second night of back-to-backs tend to get faded in the NBA. And that's what we're seeing tonight with the Phoenix Suns. They opened three. Now it's four and could go higher. In New Orleans, facing a Pelicans team, they're not playing good ball. New Orleans has lost, what, five, six in a row right now? And they're coming off a no-show game against Dallas. Markets are saying Phoenix, that hot start, way in the rearview mirror now. Of course, the Suns, too, have front court injuries. Aaron Baines not expected to go tonight for Phoenix against the Pelicans. It's a game where it's a no play for me either way. I don't want any part of the Phoenix Suns, and I don't want any part of the Pelicans, who, as you said, are not only on a losing streak, they've gone 2-8 and eight their last 10 as a home favorite, and one of those wins were uh, against the Warriors, that they ended up covering by a basket, and that's it. So, uh, pass for me. Yeah, worth noting that no one on Phoenix played more than 30 minutes last night. They're relatively fresh for the second of back-to-backs. Let's talk a little college hoops, and it's a short college hoops card tonight, but one game most assuredly fits into the line mover category. That would be St. Mary's. The Gales are attracting wise guy love in early betting action today. Nothing. But St. Mary's money as they take on Northern Illinois, 
The Gales, a defensive-minded favorite. The betters tend to like that. Yeah, I mean, they're not an elite defense, but the scores are so low because their tempo is as low as anyone. Northern Illinois is one of these teams that I, I would look to fade. This total was a little too low for me. Um because St. Mary's has actually gone over their last four games, but Northern Illinois is off a position where they haven't played since last Monday. So they have a 11 day break between games. And that that's something you just don't know how a team is going to react. Obviously they were off their finals week last week. And uh, to, to me, it's a pass for that reason. So we're in the NFL and there's a couple of big NFL moves to talk about really in the last 24 hours. This one absolutely stood out. You know, you see Baker Mayfield with his thumb all wrapped up. You see Cincinnati coming off their first win of the season and then looking like a an NFL team with Dalton behind QB. Uh, you look at Cleveland and you say, can this team really be laying like this? Well, the markets have said no. <laughs> the Mayfield thumb injury, the Bengals win last week, the Browns continued struggles. All three of those factors. This has been a big move. Line open double digits. Now we're looking at Cleveland minus seven and a half. And I would not be surprised at all, Ralph. This closes seven. Uh, they We could, I, I see no indication that the truckloads of Cincinnati money that has been coming in uh, over the course of the week uh, are showing any signs of slowing down until it does reach seven. At seven and a half, the betters still clearly favoring Cincinnati plus the points against the Cleveland Browns. No question, Teddy. This is called line movers. If you if you like the Browns, absolutely wait. If you like the Bengals, bet them now. The Bengals are eight and one, Teddy. Their last nine as a road dog. It, it, they may not have talent, but they continue to try. Yeah, and uh, let's put it this way: you're not going to get me at the betting window laying seven and a half with Cleveland this week. The OBJ comments today talking about his future or lack thereof in Cleveland. Just one more distraction for a team that has more than their fair share of off-field distractions all season long. So, Miami Dolphins' last five drives against Philly last week went like this. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. They torched. Ryan Fitzpatrick caught fire. Devontae Parker had a ridiculous game. His two touchdowns were, they both deserved highlight reel, you know, catch of the year uh, candidates. Well, can't be shocked. Jets blown out at Cincy last week. Jets lost to Miami in the first meeting. Yeah, we're seeing Dolphins money. We're also seeing over money as the Dolphins face the Jets in Jersey on Sunday. Jets get their revenge here. If you like New York, is this a spot to bet them? Or is this line going to go down even further? It's all the way down to minus five in a lot of books. Opened higher than a touchdown. Yeah, you know, I think the Cincinnati game woke up a lot of people. Everyone was on that Jets bandwagon scoring 34 points, three straight games against the Giants, Washington, and Oakland. But I agree with the over as long as the weather's fine. Uh, I, I think if you're going to grab the over, bet it now. I think it'll go up. I agree wholeheartedly. Surprise, 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 not. The markets are fading the Jags this week. That means they're laying three, even up to three and a half with the L.A. Chargers on the road. I understand the desire to fade Jacksonville. But can the Chargers lay this price? This is a team that can't win a close game, Ralph. 
Yeah, well, they're due to win, Teddy. Uh, I actually, <laughs> I actually lean, I actually lean the Chargers, and I think it's going to go up. I think people have more of an issue with Jacksonville. At least the Chargers keep playing hard. Where Jacksonville, you have to question what the mentality is. You know, you're going to have a coaching change around the corner. So if you are a San Diego, if you are an LA Chargers backer, I would grab it now. Yeah, sooner rather than later. We don't have time to break it down, but Saturday night totals on the rise. Virginia Clemson, Ohio State Whiskey, both taking over money right now. If you like those overs, I bet that sooner rather than later. You don't want to let those games sit around because those totals are only going to go up between now and kickoff. Virginia Clemson and Ohio State Wisconsin. Over betters. Alert. Get down right now before Wager Talking. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. We'll have John Murray, the director of race and sports from the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas, joining us in our next segment, which means that in this segment, we got a whole bunch of games to get through. It's big game breakdown time, Ralph. Let's get into it. We'll start in the NBA for tonight. We're going to touch every sport. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, not every sport. 
every sport that we focus on here on Wager Talk, NBA, college hoops, NFL, and college football at this time of year. Let's do all four. We'll start in the association for tonight. Two teams coming off heartbreaking losses. The Raptors lost an OT to Miami uh, earlier in the week, 121 to 110. That was their first home loss of the season. They'd been 9-0 on this floor prior to that defeat. Kyle Lowry came back from his injury and was awful. Two of 18 from the floor. This is his second game back. So Toronto's coming off a bad loss. Houston's coming off a bad loss, too. They led San Antonio by as many as 26. They led by 15 in the fourth quarter. And then the Harden dunk didn't count. And then they let it get away in the last couple of minutes and lost in OT. So Houston traveling to Toronto. Raptors minus two total in the 231 range. Fascinating game to consider. I think the Rockets are the better of these two squads right now. But, but, yeah. They're still talking about the loss from two nights ago. Toronto with Lowry back, we got to think it's not going to take long for this team to get back to a pretty high level. And that's been a strong home court all year. You got to take on the Raptors and the Rockets side or total in Toronto tonight, Ralph. What do you got? Eddie, what concerns me is the Rockets let one loss perhaps turn into two losses, depending on how much that has bothered them and how much it's on their minds. You know, looking at some technicals in this game, you can't get two more disparate results. The Houston Rockets come in 16-6 and as a home favorite. Excuse me, the Toronto Raptors 16-6 and as a home favorite. But the Houston Rockets have gone 9-3 and as a road dog their last 12 the Raptors, an over team, seven straight overs at home. The Rockets on the road, four and 17 over under as a road dog. So Harden doesn't go off like he does at home, doesn't keep that same pace when he's on the home. So contrasting styles with both side and total. Yeah, and that's uh, and it's fascinating when you say Toronto as an over team and Houston as an under team in this road dog role. Most people would think of that flipped where. Hey, the Raptors, defense, you know, and the Rockets, oh, all they do is shoot. Well, the point spread is the great equalizer. The total is the great equalizer. Compared to their totals, the Raptors have been uh, playing at a faster pace and being more efficient offensively than the markets have expected. Houston, the other, the other way in that regard. Let's talk college hoops for tonight. It's a light college hoops card, but there's certainly one game that's attracted a fair bit of betting attention all right today. I thought about including this in line movers earlier, but I thought we'd break it down in detail right here. That's Oklahoma minus six total 130 and a half at North Texas. So far today, there hasn't been a whole bunch of betting support for the home dog in this one. Can the Sooners take care of business on the highway against a lesser foe? What's your take on Oklahoma, North Texas tonight in College Hoops action? Teddy, I do want to preface this. We've told our viewers over and over when we get to college basketball, we may not talk all the biggest games, but when I have one play, it's a game that I bet. There's only five games on the main board today, so I didn't bet any college basketball, but this would be my top play. 
And it's a totals play. I actually like under 130 and a half. And if you look at Oklahoma, you might think that's a very short total for that type of team that plays up-tempo under Lon Kruger. But North Texas is one of the slowest-paced teams. There's 353 teams in Division One. They're adjusted tempo, number 351. Only Virginia and one other team play slower. And then you look at the Oklahoma offense. This is a situation where they've had nine days off prior to this game, and they're going to have nine days off after this game. One game in 18 days. I don't think the offense can have the same type of momentum and have that same type of pace with only this one game and almost a three-week stretch. So my top lean, not a game I went to the window with, would be under 130.5 Oklahoma and North Texas. That makes a ton of sense, and I love that one game in 18 days angle. You won't see an offense, or rarely will see an offense, clicking on all cylinders in college basketball when they've had that much time to get out of sync. Let's, when we've been going through the games all week in college football, we've got a couple that we have yet to talk about. That's the two games on Saturday night. Let's go through both of them right here, right now. Ohio State, minus 16, let's call it. You can find 15 and a half. You can find 16 and a half. The, the, the market numbers in that 16 range. Total 56 and a half against Wisconsin. We've seen some over money in this ball game. This one at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy. These teams played once already this year. It wasn't close, 38 to 7. Um, that was in Columbus. But in that game, Jonathan Taylor, 20 carries for 52 yards. Jack Cohen, he didn't get to 110 yards. They got 100 and something uh, uh, passing. And it was. The Badgers' offense didn't work against the Buckeyes' defense. Here's my question for you. Now it's a neutral field. Does that change? Because this has been a very one-sided series. They've met 11 times in the last 15 years. Ohio State's 10-1 and straight up, 9-2 and against the spread in those meetings. Anything different this time around? And do you agree with all the money coming on the over between Ohio State and Wisconsin so far? You know, here here's my take on it, Teddy. I guarantee you, and, and if anyone ever says <laughs> I guarantee you, don't listen to them. But I guarantee you, Wisconsin has more first downs than they do in that last game. Okay, they have they to have get nine? to 10 to beat that last yeah. game. Yeah, so I'm going out on a limb there, Teddy, and I'm making a strong, strong assessment. Um, you know, there's times we as handicappers, there's times people overanalyze games. I am not going to overanalyze this. Ohio State has one of the best two offenses in the country. Ohio State has one of the best two defenses in the country. Ohio State is still playing with a chip on their shoulder. Ryan Day has not taken the gas off in the second half. Even if he brings in his backup, uh, Chugna, Chuganoff, he lets him throw the ball. J.K. Dobbins is pissed that he did not get Big Ten running back. You know, he lost to a guy at Wisconsin that he's playing. And yeah, that's not extra motivation. But I'll tell you what, when J.K. Dobbins is even going to work a little harder than he does, he's a dynamo. He's put up the same stats as Jonathan Taylor, and he's played 60% of the Buckeye snaps. He doesn't play in this third and fourth quarter. This is a team that, to me, has a chip on their shoulder. And if Wisconsin scores early in live betting, I have no problems with the over. 
if the Ohio State Buckeyes pitch a shutout in the first quarter, I might look to bet live under. This is an elite defense that wants the shutout. When they were playing Cincinnati, they wanted that shutout. When they were playing later in the year, they wanted that shutout. So to me, even when they got exposed in the first half against Michigan, Michigan put up 290 yards in the first half. They made the adjustments. They allowed 100 yards in the second half. Elite Ohio State squad. They're going to stop Taylor. That's going to force the Badgers to throw. I expect Ohio State to have at least two or three interceptions. I obviously like the Buckeyes. I'm right there with you. And, of course, these two teams have met for previous Big Ten championships this decade, including a 59 to nothing Ohio State win that Cardell Jones fans will surely remember. The other game on Saturday night is Clemson. And this line's bounced around 28, 28 and a half, 29, back to 28. Let's call it 28 and a half. Total 54 and a half. We have seen a little bit of over money in this one as well. Clemson versus Virginia. This one at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. And the Clemson Tigers have been, if not the best team in college football, one of the two or three, <laughs> along with LSU and Ohio State for the better part of the last two months. They've been killing everybody. but. And they've dominated these ACC championship games. All that's in the last two years, blowout, blowout. All that said, Virginia's been a feisty little underdog, and the markets aren't giving them any respect at all. Do you think the Cavs have a chance to hang within this number, or is this just blowout city? I think, I think Virginia has more of a chance to cover versus Clemson than Wisconsin does against Ohio State. But here's the problem. This Virginia team, I mean, they beat Virginia Tech for the, what, the first time in 15 years? They're probably still celebrating as of this morning. It's tough to get those kids focused after beating your in-state rival. And even even Bronken Mendenhall, you've never even seen this guy have emotion. He was emotional after that win. With that said, this Clemson defense has held eight opponents to a season low. They don't get enough credit. This Clemson offense, averaging 45 points, they don't get enough credit. And if you say, well, they didn't play anyone, you can't fault them. They played an ACC schedule. They scheduled Texas A&M. They scheduled South Carolina. You play an ACC schedule and two SEC teams and no FCS foes? There's nothing you need to worry about with people saying your schedule's not strong enough. That's not your problem. The ACC's down. If Clemson shuts out Virginia in the first half, I like the under, and I think they go for the shutout. That's how bad they want it. They've talked about wanting a shutout. They've allowed three, three, six, and seven four times. They haven't pitched a shutout yet. If they give up some points early, I would lean with the over. As far as the game goes, I'm passing. Yeah, I, I do think that Virginia correlates with over in that game. If the Cavs can score, they can cover. If they can't score... It's going to be a long, long day for Virginia backers. And the only way the game goes over is if Clemson scores 60 by themselves. Uh, I was trying to get one more in before the break. Let's talk it real quick because this is the craziest stat I've seen all year. All right, let's talk Saints 49ers real quick. Saints 2.5, total 44.5. Every NFL team except for New Orleans has lost at least three fumbles on offense this year. Heck, the Seahawks have had three fumbles returned for touchdowns on offense this year. The Giants have lost 15 fumbles on offense this year. The New Orleans Saints, zero fumbles lost. Their fumble luck has been ridiculous. 
Speaking of ridiculous, we got a ridiculous segment coming up right next. John Murray, director of racing sports in the Westgate Superbook here in Vegas, will join us right here on Wager Talk. Get on the grid, stay on the grid. Wager Talk. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to Wager Talk. We're expected to be joined by John Murray, the director of race and sports at the Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas in just a moment. In the meantime, while we get him on the line, Ralph, let's go back to that Saints 49ers game we were just talking about, a game which... When you look at the stats for fumble luck in the NFL and see every 31 of the 32 teams losing at least one fumble, at least three fumbles, I should say, uh, where the Giants have lost 15, the Saints haven't lost any. New Orleans, minus two and a half, total 44 and a half against a 49ers team that stayed out east once again for their two-game East Coast swing. Last time they did that, they beat Tampa and Cincy. This time. A little bit tougher against Baltimore and New Orleans. Eddie, you know, how much how much of lost fumbles do you think is luck and how much is it 
uh, preparation and just just training. I mean, you know, we know there's a, a degree of luck with fumbles the way the ball bounces. But, you know, back to you quickly, and then I'll finish up on this game. What percentages of those fumbles do you consider luck? And what cons- what do you consider solid offense and practice and, and mental preparedness for the uh, New Orleans Saints? In terms of the ability to recover every fumble that gets fumbled, I would call that at least 75% luck. And much, you know, okay, opportunities there. Okay, they're well covered. Uh, but mostly it's luck. Let's ask John Murray what he thinks uh, about that. Of course, let's welcome in John Murray, the director of Race and Sports from the Westgate Book here in Las Vegas, at Vegas Murray on Twitter. And John, we're going through uh, talking about the New Orleans Saints, who haven't lost a fumble all year. Every other team in the league has lost three, lost at least three. The Giants have lost 15. The Seahawks have lost three that have been returned for touchdowns. Is that all luck? Is that mostly luck? Is that not all luck? What's your take on the Saints' ability to avoid fumbles? I think those fumble loss numbers are mostly luck because if you look at the numbers, they vary from team to team, year to year. I think it's mostly a luck thing, although I will say the Giants having 15 of them is probably not a coincidence. They've got a lot of incompetent skill position players. <laughs> not to mention a quarterback who hasn't held on to the football particularly well and has now been benched for Monday Night Football this week. So, John, I want to ask you right off the top. You know, we get into games, but i like to know, and I know that our viewers and listeners are interested, about you, a little bit about you. I mean, how long have you had this job? Uh, at the Westgate. How long have you been doing this? I'm, I've been in my current job as a director here for about a year and a half. I've been in the industry for about 12 years. I moved out here in 2007, shortly after I got out of college. And I did I did every role you can have in a sports book. I was a teller. I worked in the admin room. I was a line supervisor. I spent a few years working in the risk room next to Ed Sammons and Jeff Sherman here. I was promoted director in May of last year, May of 2018. So just kind of moved up the ladder, so to speak, did every job and worked my way up. I mean, it's not like I just started in this position here. I started as a ticket writer and I did that for about nine months. That's awesome. Now, could you imagine doing anything else? I mean, is this, is this the go? Uh, is there, because I'm sitting here like, this is what I do. You know, I'm not, there's no late career change for me coming. Uh, is there something that you, so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying send out resumes, but is there anything else you can picture yourself doing ever? Or is you going to be in Vegas pretty much from here on out? Well, you know, when, when TASPA got repealed, I got a lot of messages from people back home. I'm from Washington, D.C. And everybody's like, oh, you can move home now. And I was like, yeah, I guess I could, but I'm not going to. No, I, I, don't, have any, <laughs> I don't have any interest in leaving the industry or leaving Las Vegas I don't know what I would rather do. I mean, the only thing that I'd really prefer to do as a career would probably be to be, like, in charge of the front office of a major professional sports team. But I think it's too late to get onto that track. So I think I'm good where I am. (laughs) John, let's go ahead and get into the games and looking at the Pac-12 championship on Friday. You know, uh, the Oregon, I think people, all of a sudden, the line goes up a little bit because of their need to win. But the big story on this game is the weather and how much the total has fallen. I'm looking at the hour-by-hour weather right now and at kickoff, 58 degrees, 90% chance of rain, winds 
the not the gusts, the regular winds, 23 miles per hour. We know that wind is the factor when you're looking to play totals and the under. Do you guys ever adjust the total more before you get action, or you let the action bring that total down to where it should be? Well, we're always looking at the weather reports. We're always looking at the market, obviously. We've moved this total down from 50 to 46, but we only really have one bet here at the book. One guy went under 50. Looks like he made that bet on Monday afternoon. We've really just been moving with the market, and we've been tracking the weather reports on Twitter like anybody else. Obviously, less than ideal conditions. It's going to be hard to throw the football in this game. Yeah, from a side perspective, are you seeing any uh, one-sided action, or is it two-way action in Oregon, Utah? Uh, mostly Utah, but nothing that I would call noteworthy. I mean, it's usually mostly money on the favorite almost every time we book any game. And so the, the fact that it's almost all favorite money here, not really too alarming. Uh, the MAC championship game, early start on Saturday, looks like the favorite there has attracted a bit of betting attention. Central Michigan and Miami, Ohio. What are you seeing uh, at the Westgate Superbook? Yeah, it's about a four-and-a-half-to-one ticket count on Central Michigan. Uh, we've been at six-and-a-half the whole time, though. It's just all the money's coming in on the Chippewas. I do have a couple interesting numbers about this game. Not about this game, but about the MAC in general. I saw that the MAC went 1-21 in against Power 5 teams in Notre Dame during this uh, college football regular season. And I, I was lucky enough to talk to Chris Felica from College Game Day last week, and he told me he's going to be looking to fade the MAC in bowl season. And I agree with him. Terrible year for the MAC this year. And it might be good fade teams come bowl season. Yeah, you're not kidding. I mean, you look at the, the teams that were supposed to be good, Toledo and Ohio, and, and they're down multiple notches. Uh, I think I have three Sunbelt teams rated higher than the best MAC team this year. Oklahoma-Baylor, we have a rematch for the Big 12 championship. This, of course, at AT&T Stadium. The interesting thing is Oklahoma was a 10.5-point favorite at Baylor a few weeks ago. Of course, they made that huge second-half comeback. Now they're laying a couple points less in a neutral setting. Is that because of CeeDee Lamb being out? Is that because Baylor being on an 8-0 no straight-up ATOA ATS run? I think it's because Baylor's looked so good the last few weeks. You know, the big win over Kansas last Saturday, and then before that they had a a very impressive win over Texas. Oklahoma's been sort of struggling, guys. They've been barely escaping a lot of these games. And I'll tell you this, everybody is betting Baylor here at the Superbook. It's about a 2-1 to ticket count on Baylor. Now, that is noteworthy when you talk about an underdog. This line has actually gone up from 8-9 to today, despite all the money coming in on Baylor. That's usually a good sign for the favorites. Yeah, that's valuable information from uh, John Murray. John, let's talk Cincinnati and Memphis, the American Conference, American Athletic Conference championship game. These two teams played just last week. The rematch, the point spreads, what, four points lower? What gives? You know, it's funny. There's not a lot of betting on this game. You mentioned that we got Memphis minus nine and a half. They were more like a 13-point favorite last week. The numbers come down a little bit here for the conference championship game. But really, no one's getting involved on this game, at least at our book. No real betting action to report here on the side or the total in the AAC championship game. We were as high as 10, and right now we're at nine and a half. 
Well, let's go to our neck of the woods, the Mountain West, and another rematch here. Hawaii travels to Boise, and it's not often that Boise, you're missing a your starting quarterback, and the line doesn't move one iota because of Brockmeyer's backup. The weather again is something you have to look at with Hawaii coming to the to the uh, to the mountain areas. It looks like on Saturday there's going to be showers, low 40s, winds in a, in the 15 mile an hour range. Weather that has to favor Boise. What's the action like in the Mountain West Championship? Well, it's all Boise State money here. It's a more than three to one ticket count on the favorite on Boise, but the numbers actually come down a little bit from 15 and a half to 14. Might have something to do with those weather reports. Maybe you're thinking that um, it's too many points for the the dog here and it's bad weather. But right now, everybody's betting the favorite and the number's coming down. You make a case that LSU had the best offense in college football this year. You make a case that Georgia had the best defense in college football this year. Well, they're meeting in the SEC championship game. What's the betting action on Georgia LSU? Well, you know, everybody's on LSU here, guys. We have like an, almost a 10-to-1 ticket count on LSU, but that's a little misleading wow. because we're intentionally dealing this game a little low. We like Georgia here. We think this number is a huge overreaction to LSU's win on Saturday against Texas A&M, to the Perkins suspension, to the DeAndre Swift being injured. I think it's a huge overreaction number. I think this number should be more like three. I think Georgia's defense can contain LSU to an extent. And I don't think much of LSU defensively at all. I think Georgia is really live in this game. And I, I think Georgia at plus seven is a good bet. Well, the last two we're just going to group together, John, because big chalk, big chalk. Ohio State in the mm-hmm. Big Ten, Clemson in the ACC. Uh, both could probably lose and still get to the playoffs. So, you know, is there motivation to win? Sure there is. Is anyone betting the dogs in the Big Ten or ACC championship? Not really. I mean, it's mostly the favorite in both of those games. Um, the only way I will disagree with you a little bit, though, I think if Clemson loses, they should fall out of the top four because they don't really have any marquee wins in the ACC. Ohio State, they're in the college football playoff no matter what happens on Saturday. If you're looking for a reason to bet Wisconsin, you could maybe chalk it up to Ohio State not really needing to win this game on Saturday night. We've only got a few minutes left here with John Murray at Vegas Murray on Twitter from the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas. And, John, I want to make sure that you get a chance to get your plugs and promos in now before we get in the NFL. I know sometimes I run a little bit a little bit long. What's going on at the Superbook? And when betters come to town, can they come say hi to you? Oh, sure. They're welcome to come say hi to me anytime. You guys know that. Uh, we're just another busy week, conference championship game. We got a big heavyweight fight on Saturday between Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua. Full week of NFL Sunday. The Monday night game is terrible, but I think the Sunday slate looks pretty good. Next Saturday will be a little slow around here, though, just the Army-Navy game. There's a big UFC event at T-Mobile. But this weekend should be a very full weekend of NFL and college football. Pretty exciting weekend for us here at the Superbook. Well, let's do a couple of quick hitters on the NFL. We've only got a couple minutes left. Uh, Let's start with Seahawks and the Rams. What kind of action are you seeing for the Sunday night affair? The game's ticking right now. Everybody's on Seattle. No surprise there. They're on a roll right now. They had a great win on Monday night. We'll need the Rams to be big in this game. Well, New England off the loss. New England at home. We know those have been ATS darlings. Uh, Public backing the Patriots are going with Mahomes. 
No, the, pub, the public's on Kansas City in this game, guys, and I think it's because New England looks so bad on Sunday night against Houston. That was really a misleading final score. Houston beat worse than that final score indicates. I like the Patriots. That was the play that we gave Brent Musburger on beast in this week. Saints 49ers with a big NFC showdown. What kind of action are you seeing in the Big Easy? So this looks like the most heavily bet game of the week, at least so far. A lot of people on the 49ers, guys. 49ers is a very popular dog play here. Looks like we're actually going to need to favorite the Saints in this game. And uh, that's about all the time we got to ask you questions about NFL and college games this week. I really appreciate your time. John Murray from the Westgate Superbook. Best of luck tonight. Enjoy the weekend. Although, I don't want you to enjoy it too much. Let, 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 let the betters have a little bit, huh? Well, thanks for having me on, fellas. Uh, hopefully we can talk this week. Cheers. John Murray, director of the Westgate Superbook. When we come back, we'll talk NBA point spread streakers. Stay tuned. Way to talk continues. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Here in the home stretch of Wager Talk on a Thursday. And boy, that was a great segment with John Murray from the West Coast. Just like Arthur, the Caesar segments on Mondays are great. If you like these sportsbook segments, 
Be sure to tune in tomorrow. We've got a fresh guy, Dave Sharapin from CG, joining us on tomorrow's show. Again, to give you the sportsbook's perspective, I think it's valuable info to know who they need and how bad they need it. We'll share that with you on tomorrow's show. Let's you know what, talk Teddy? about— Just jump— Yes. Sorry, jump. sorry, just jumping in. But the people that think, well— you know, CG has seven books here in Vegas and the Superbook is one. You're going to be surprised that different books in Vegas may be handling different things and have different different monies on different games. So you're not going to hear a rehash of today's information. It's going to be fresh information from one of the biggest books here in Vegas. Sure. And when you do get the same information from both books, it then becomes more meaningful. You know, when you get the same info from all three books, it becomes even more meaningful. Not going to get you on or off a game, but you talk about building cases. And, you know, the information he gave about Oklahoma where, hey, the, 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 all the public likes Baylor. Baylor's the live, the public dog this week. That stood out to me when he talked about, hey, we're actually taking a position. We want LSU money. That meaningful information to me. And you find tidbits like that every time. We get a chance to in, uh, interview uh, the bookmakers, and we'll have another one on tomorrow's show. I want to talk NBA point spread streakers. When you catch them early, these are teams you can ride. We're seeing, I talked about Utah Jazz as being a bet against team. Now they've lost their last four ATS, and that's a streak. This is a streak that's only one way. Until proven otherwise, Utah's a bet against. We've seen teams like the Mavericks, the Nets, and the Pacers all show signs after slow starts of, Hey, bet on, bet on, bet on. You got some angle, an angle, Ralph, when you're talking about teams off of two point spread wins versus teams off of two point spread losses. Eddie, it's not going to be what you expect. Teams that have two straight ATS wins facing teams that have two straight ATF losses, 44.7% since 2015. That's a significant sample size, and it's a losing track record. Great stuff from Ralph Michaels. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the games. We'll be back in 23 hours right here on the Sports Grid.